Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose, where you can reignite your faith, pursue your passion, and live with intention. Hi there, I am Rosie, and I am your sister in Christ. You know, I know we all have moments, times, and even seasons in our lives where we struggle with our faith, where our passion for Christ just isn't what it used to be. Sister, you are in the right place, and you are in a safe space, because you're safe with God and in the arms of Jesus. My mission is to help you to get back that relationship with God the way it used to be, or even better, to live out that purpose, that purpose that He set out just for you, and to live with intention just like Jesus did. In this podcast, you will get encouragement for your heart through God's Word and strategies that will help you identify the lies from the truth. Welcome home, sister. Welcome back to Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonore, your host, and I am very, very delighted that you can join me today. So today is the second episode of our season three, and I decided to reflect on something that I wrote some time ago on my blog. And uh, if you want to read it, you can. Uh, Basically, I will be taking a lot of this from this post because I feel it's very, very, very important to discuss this before we even move on to other topics. Okay, so uh, last episode or episode one of season three slash episode 86, I shared with you part of my restoration story and the part where why I lost my faith and actually what helps me stay strong now. So one of the things that we always have to keep in mind with faith is that our minds have a lot to do with it. Our our minds are connected to our hearts. So when I say mind heart, they're very interchangeable. And in this blog post that I wrote some time ago, I talked about feeling thankful for having a heart of healing, for my heart being healed, in other words, um, for my emotions having healing. So let me explain. (laughs) So one morning, I decided to reflect on the past year. This was a couple years ago. And on all the things that I was thankful for. And I started thinking about how that year was so defining in my life. And one thing that really came out was me being a part of this wonderful group and partaking and reading in this amazing book as well. It's called Healing for Damaged Emotions. So the book is called Healing for Damaged Emotions. And the group was something that a good dear friend of mine decided to start because she was a part of it and she started groups like that. And so I was a part of this group. Eventually, I went on to actually starting a very, very small group of a couple of women because it was on my heart to help them because of what this group did with me. So in in this group, we met about once a month for a whole year with other women that also wanted to be healed. All right. So this book and this group helps us to understand our perceptions of life, of people, and of situations, and how those perceptions have been shaped by our childhood and other stages of our life. Yeah, for sure. 
so many times our faith, our emotions, they are they are truly affected by how we perceive life, how we perceive people and how we perceive situations, how we see them. Not how someone else sees them, how we see them. What is our point of view? How do, how are we seeing these things? But our perceptions are very much very much shaped by what we go through in our childhood, whether it's good or bad, and other stages after our childhood as well, and other things we go through or traumas we go through. Unfortunately, so many of us go through those. So this addresses those damaged emotions or those unidentified emotions that tend to interfere with us having healthy and happy relationship, happy relationships with others both here on earth, obviously in our community, in our church, or just at work, all around us. And believe it or not, our relationship with God and how we see God. So just to let you know, this is not a professional counseling group that I was a part of by any means. Uh, people that needed counseling were highly encouraged. And many of them were going through professional counseling, mental health counseling. At one point, I actually did mental counseling while in this group, which was a great experience for me because I feel like I needed to have that along with this group. And and so many times it does help a lot. But even for those not needing professional counseling, this group still helped. So there was people in the group that that didn't need it, but was amazingly helpful. So as I read this book and as I joined this group um, as, I, as I went to the meetings and trust me it wasn't easy to get there this, the rides there were 45 minutes down on Mondays and Monday evenings and the next day I had to go to work and it was not easy I trust me I had to have a good a good reason to go <laughs> and I did I'm going to tell you about it but throughout the the book uh, reading the book and being a part of the group I reflected and I journaled and it helped me a lot to understand and learn to learn and understand about past feelings that I had not yet con confronted or dealt with. So what this did was it brought me to a place of peace and a lot more understanding. And these things I still use today, to this day, to this day. My perceptions and close relationships are much healthier. And now I have a tool for the rest of my life to help me address these future challenges. So I remember, I'll tell you the story. I remember the day I decided to go and belong to this group and join this group, right? I realized um, I had a lot of undealt issues because I found myself stuck in a place in my life, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. But it took one specific area where I was stuck in, and that was my trust. That was trust. So my husband, as you, as you probably know already, I'm married, happily married, for almost six years now to my amazing husband, Fernando. He's an awesome, amazing man of God. Not perfect by any means, but perfect for me. None of us are perfect, right? We're just going to maybe be perfect for each other, right? We find If we have found our uh, the one, the person that, you know, that God wants us to be with for the rest of our lives, if that is our calling, right, to be married. So I, I've been married to this man. And when I first... Uh, so there was a situation when I was dating him and there was a situation when I first was married to him. And these were situations that I had in my mind, nothing that he particularly did. But my mind actually kind of revealed so much that I was feeling because of undealt issues. So there was an undealt issue called trust in my heart. 
because in the past, a couple of times with some two serious relationships I had, I had been uh, cheated on. And so that really, you know, left scars on my heart. And um, it really took away my trust in people and actually really had a lot to do with my trust in God, too. I didn't realize it until after I started going through this group and did some counseling that actually this had a direct effect also on my relationship with God. But I, I was married. We were married for about almost not even a year. I think it was within that first year or so. And I remember um, just feeling jealous over, I'll tell you one story. So he was, you know, my, my husband was on a Zoom call with uh, coworkers, you know, and actually there's this one coworker, I, I walked in and I saw the picture, you know, on, you get on, on, on Zoom and you see the, the pictures of the coworkers. One of the coworkers that was talking was um, very attractive and young. And so I just had this jealous feeling in my heart, like, what if he likes her? What if she, what if he thinks she's prettier than I am? What if he leaves me? <laughs> like, I my mind just went there, literally went there. Like, you, you know, you ever that ever happened to you where your mind will be just in one place and it'll just jump to this crazy conclusion. But at the time, it doesn't seem like a crazy conclusion to you. Now it is for me because I'm healed and I understand that. But it was a crazy conclusion. But at that moment, it didn't feel crazy. It felt very rational. Because why? Because I had been cheated on before a couple of times in my life. And so that was very, um, it, it affected my heart a lot in my mind. So I started feeling insecure. Um, and an, another time, actually, when we were dating, um, he wanted to uh, go to uh, a party I was an invitation for a family he had known for many years, a Christian family in our church and uh, a sister in Christ who I love so much. And I, I love her and I, I think she's amazing. She used to be one of his best friends. She is still a good friend, but they also dated for a while. What well, didn't work out. They were better off as friends, but there was a little while that they dated. And so um, anyway, the mom had invited, again, the family's good friends with him and everything for years, church family, all that. So the mom had invited him to the sisters or the daughters, the other daughters graduation because she was graduating college and it was a, a big deal. Anyway, I believe it was college. I think it was high school or college. I believe college. But anyway, they were um, celebrating and it was about an hour drive or so um, to go. So uh, he told me about it. He told me he was invited and I was like, uh, basically in my mind, like, you're not going right. <laughs> he was planning to go. So again, I, I didn't know this sister at that time very well. I know her much better now. Um, but anyway, it, it doesn't matter because whether I knew her or not, my trust was not in the right place. My trust was totally not there. So my insecurities, not that I would literally think he would go and cheat because I don't, my husband, is, I mean, there's no way, like I could tell you right now, like he's a human being. We're all human beings. We all can sin, but my husband is a loyal person and he's amazing and just a great heart. There's no reason why. And at the time he was my boyfriend, but I already knew that about him, that he was just such a loyal man. Most importantly to God, love God with, with everything and still does. And so I was like, but, but my mind at that moment didn't, wasn't there. So I got really upset. So what he did was he got advice from different people and most of them were like, yeah go <laughs> like what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it 
But he sought one more piece of advice from someone who was a leader in, in his church and also a, a pastor, and a, um, sorry, a, a, a certified professional counselor as well, mental health counselor. And he had actually advised him to not go. And it was really for me. It was for me, not for him, not because he thought it was wrong, but because I wasn't in a good place yet where I could trust. And so he asked him to consider me. And my husband, you know, my boyfriend at the time, which is my husband, was considering me. That's why he was asking, because he was like kind of confused about it. He's like, I'm not sure what to do with this because it doesn't seem very rational. It wasn't. It really wasn't. But for me, it was rational. But I'm so grateful for this pastor, um, this evangelist specific. He's an evangelist and a, a mental health counselor. I'm so grateful for him because at that time, that was the right choice to do because I needed that peace and comfort in my heart. So sometimes, you know, I, I realize that when you're in a relationship with someone or if you're just love someone, sometimes that person will be in a place at that moment that they just, you know, you, you probably have to consider them. And I would say definitely consider them in your decisions, because maybe at that moment, they are not ready. So it's okay to be a, a good friend and say, okay, fine, you know, like kind of meet that person halfway or be a good spouse or, or boyfriend or girlfriend and meet that person halfway because maybe they're not ready at the time. Okay, so it doesn't mean just because it's not rational to you that it is irrational because to the, it's rational to that person. So I do want to encourage empathy here. Um, I don't, I, I really want to encourage you to be empathetic because that's what I need at the time. But as I reflected to back then and now I'm being married and, and this thing where I see a picture and I just jump to conclusions, a picture of an attractive girl on a business meeting with other people, like seriously. So, and it was a almost a semi new job. So I'm like, oh, he's probably going to meet new people. I mean, it was crazy. Like I, to me, it's crazy now, but it wasn't crazy back then. And and if you can relate to me, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that some, maybe all of you have potentially been in a situation similar, maybe not with trust, but something else where a past situation has affected you. And so anyway, uh, so I'm reflecting on what happened. So finally, I decide, okay, you know what, I this opportunity opens up to join this group and to read this book to grab this book. And I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Why? Because I treasure my husband and I treasure our marriage and I treasure God. And I felt that prompting. I prayed about it. And God was like, go like <laughs> things worked out. Like my husband took care of things at the house on Monday evenings. I didn't have to worry about cooking, nothing like that. He took care of it. So everything was working out so that I could go. So I started going for about a year. And in that time and in between there, I got a couple of sessions of counseling because I did needed to address this on a deeper level mentally with a professional counselor. And that helped a lot. It wasn't a lot of sessions that I had to go through personally. Some people probably will need more and that's okay. But um, this counselor that I was seeing, uh, she actually, I told her about the group and she was like, keep going. This is great. That was part of her advice. And then she gave me practicals on mindset and, and, and what to do and how to kind of question my doubts and things like that, question things, you know, and sort of some practical things that, that she helped me to, to, to do as I, when I would encounter trust issues. So that was cool. And along with really finding healing through this book was also really amazing. So now I'm able to, you know, good news. I'm able to share this experience with others you know, and help others. So I've been able to help a couple of friends, like I said earlier, um, go through this together. I, I, you know, I don't think you need, you know, you don't need to be some pro, like your heart just needs to be there to help others. So since I went through it, I, I wanted to go and, and help two other women also with what they were going through. 
And so that was a great experience. So anyway, now, you know, I, I do understand how important it is to to listen to people. And sometimes their feelings just need to be acknowledged. That's another thing I learned. You know, um, in this group, there was a, a lot of like, there was never judgment. Never. You would never like, it's not, unless you sought advice, you weren't given advice. It was just to listen, to listen and reflect. That's all. And I love that. I love learning that because people just sometimes want to be acknowledged and need to be acknowledged. I understand now the importance to have that it is to have patience with my relatives, with my friends who are stuck and struggling with spiritual, mental and emotional challenges. So I reflected on all the things, a lot of things that I was thankful for. And that was one of the main things that I was thankful for when I wrote this. And I was thinking about that. And I thought I got to share this on this podcast, because this was such a foundational point in my life that helped me also spiritually to get to another to higher levels um, of growth in my faith and my walk with God. So sister, you know, if you can relate to this, uh, and if you uh, feel that you have some things you need to overcome or want to overcome, and that's very important, that you've gotten to that point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. I want to do this because no one's going to force you, sister. And no one should. You got to be in that place where you're like, okay, enough is enough. I got to get healed. I encourage you to get this book. You know, you can do this on your own. And if you are encouraged by this and you want help with this, you know, I haven't, it's been on my heart for a while now to start a, a group, maybe online, um, to help out my sisters with this through this book and this journey. If you would like help with that, I would love to hear from you because maybe I can take a poll and see how many people are interested and we can actually start one. The way you can do that is by going to my uh, Facebook community group. It's totally free. It's called The Intentional Christian Woman. And you can write me there. Um, you can join me and then, you know, message me or write me right there and uh, get in touch with me that way. Okay, and I would love to hear from you. you. Of course, you can also visit my website, drivenandherpurpose.com, and you can contact me there as well if that is what you prefer. Sister, thank you so, so much for joining me today. You know, I wanted to um, just give you a little heads up. There's a there's something I wrote that and, and something I created very, very recently. And uh, it is it's something that I think that will encourage you and help you uh, in your walk with God. It's called My Purposeful Daily Journal, and it's this really cute um, journal entry PDF, which you can print, make copies of, and if you're able to also um, write, type in it too, if you have that capacity, because it's a PDF. So you can do that as well. And it's it's something that, um, that I created with lots of love and intention for you. Uh, and so um, check it out. I actually have it linked here in the show notes. So if you want that free gift for you, grab it, feel free to grab it. And hopefully it'll help you in your walk with God and your reflections and journaling and in being intentional. And, and less stress, right? Because, you know, writing down things helps us de-stress and, you know, writing down what you're thankful for. All that is so good for the heart. So, all right, ladies, thank you so much for joining to joining me today. And I pray that this episode blessed you. And if it did, and if you're finding encouragement, feel free to let me know on, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, write me a review. And um, if it's in your heart to give me a five-star rating, go ahead and do so. If you're on Spotify, you can do it as well. You can do the rating. And uh, I really will encourage my heart to hear from you. I love you all and I will see you next time.